You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many yeah, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, folks, welcome back to a new, brand new Mountain West Wire basketball podcast. That's right, MWR.com. Myself, Jeremy, hanging out with Andy here. We are, are we at the midway point at some, are we sort of at the halfway point? I don't know. I just brought that up on you. Do you, do you have an idea? We're about there. We're getting close. Uh, I think, I mean, because we started late, I think it's only actually been about six weeks. It feels like it's longer, though, because, you know, it's mid-January. <laughs> but <laughs> no we've only been in for, you know, about six weeks now, so not quite to the midway point, but we're getting there. I just want to bring it up just because the series thing sort of makes you like it's nice because you get these games, but it's like, oh, yeah, Boise Wall, we, we'll talk about them in a minute. Like they're playing tonight and the other day. Like every other day, it's like it's just weird. It seems like the season should be maybe uh, farther along than what it is. But it's not. Yeah, I don't know. And like for some reason, it does kind of feel different, even though it's the same. Like, you know, teams were playing, you know, two games in three days before, I guess for some reason it just feels, I think because they're playing the same team. I don't know. I, I've mentioned this before, I think, but like I've been getting some deja vu (laughs) throughout the season. I'm like, wait, we just, we just played this game though. Right. But it's like completely different. We're playing it again. Yeah. It's (laughs) so (laughs) that's, that's been a bit of an adjustment, but, uh, but yeah, so it does feel like the season should be a little bit farther along just because of where we are on the calendar. But all right, I got I got a trivia thing for you really quick. So okay. there are okay, make sure I get this right. Do you currently know how long Boise State's winning streak is at the moment? Yeah. Do you know how, what 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 number? Do you know? Yeah, it's eleven. It is. Oh, a, well, I mean, I guess yeah. So it's eleven right now, and yeah, I guess we're currently playing as we are. Oh, recording, sorry. So, so yeah. technically, <laughs> no, it's it'll be okay. twelve by the time we hear this. So this might be outdated. Sure. It might not be the best thing I'm doing. Um, do you know who <laughs> the only teams that have a longer winning streak than them? I know you can name one. Uh, Drake. Oh, okay. You got the one I didn't think of. Any other one? Um, no, no. I can only think of that. Uh, Michigan. Oh. No. Tied. No, they're, technically. They're not, oh, they're tied. Uh, is it? I don't think Gonzaga's gotten to a, they got 12 that many games right now. They have 12. Oh, Gonzaga has 12. 12. No. Yeah, <laughs> I just, just brought it up. Oh, I'm like, oh, I just scrolling through. I'm like, hey, they have a 11 game winning streak, about to be 12. They are technically tied for a second behind Drake and tied with Gonzaga for the longest. Yeah, streak. Drake has like 20 wins already. <laughs> they're, they're, they're great. I did I notice scrolling through, I went to the uh, the uh, Southern News House 9 and 1 apparently, and they have like a nine game winning streak, and that's like there's some. There's some crazy stuff going on. Is Todd Simon still their head coach, a former Rebel assistant? Uh oh, Southern Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm saying. I thought I, you were saying. Oh, yeah, no. sorry. For a second, I thought you had said Utah, and so I was like, no, no. So, <laughs> yeah, so, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Todd Simon's still there. Yeah, Southern Utah is <laughs> it's a stone throws from where New Mexico is hanging out, at Dixie State at St. George, which they got to play them. They're playing UNLV twice. Are they staying longer than that? Like they're staying like two weeks, right? I think that's right. I again, we'll we see. I mean, it, <laughs> exactly. We'll see what it's like when this gets posted, right? Even you know, we'll oh, get another geez. update to to the uh, schedule. Probably, 
it, it's just wild. They're they're hanging out in Texas. They're in Lubbock. They're now in Saint or yeah, Saint George, Utah, which is about three hours. No, actually, four hours for me. Four and a half hours. It's basically ninety minutes from or. Yeah, it's really close to Vegas, I think. They're right down the area. It's like Yeah, I was gonna say it's like right on that southwest border of Utah yeah. and Nevada, right? It's right in the corner. You got Cedar City where Southern Utah is and St. George where Dixie State is. So it's right. it's right to borders. So it's pretty close to Vegas. It's just uh I I don't know what they're doing. They're just doing whatever. It's uh, it's but I don't know. They're, and they're not very good, which is unfortunate. It's like they are getting crushed by yeah. we'll get to like Utah State. They get crushed. Like they also had also um Keith McGee today decided to opt out for the rest of the season. Yeah, and in our experience so far, uh, I think you know a couple of weeks ago I went on here and said you know I pleaded for for patience while Seneca Knight you know mm-hmm. did the same thing leaving San Jose State and I was wrong completely you know I was like let's give him the benefit of the doubt he posted something on Twitter one time you know I was so <laughs> wrong he transferred you know immediately now he's at LSU so. Uh, you know, I don't know if Keith McGee is going to get the same kind of opportunity, but I do think, I mean, he it didn't seem like he really had a defined role necessarily in this new team with a lot of new parts. So I, I, I kind of get it, especially with all the tumultuous nature of their travel like you talked about and you know just getting upended day in day out like yeah i get it i would <laughs> i probably wouldn't really want to be doing that either especially if i didn't really know what the end game was and he actually puts out his big his twitter post he put out there like he specifically is basically saying it's not worth it like yeah not, that's in the that's in a crude term of what he said but he's basically said to the COVID 19 i decided to opt out this season he's a senior correct i believe that's my yeah i believe that's yeah. right that's what that's so, what I understood. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I was looking at the title. I was reading below. Like, no, you're good. He wrote, like, he goes, what our team has experienced this year um, has had a major impact on my mental and physical well-being, which I said, not just for the basketball team, but when me and Matt talked about football, they're just – basketball, it's more – it's different. Like, football, at least they could stay in Vegas. They knew what they were doing. We go, okay, we're going to be here. Not that it's easier. It's different, but, you know what I mean? It's, it was easier yeah. in a sense. You know you're here. Your games are once a week. You're either playing down the street or you're traveling once a week. Basketball, they've been, they went to Texas. They're now hanging out in, in, in the southern part of Utah for two to three weeks. It's like he's right saying my health and well-being is more important than the game I love right now. And he goes on to say, to my teammates, coaches, you guys have been great support system. Lobonations, amazing memories these last three years. I'll forever call the pit home. Go Lobos. Um, which makes me seem he's basically probably done with college basketball. Which I get like I, it's hard to yeah. handle. Like me sitting at home working at home, like that's I get frustrated too. It's like oh, I'm not gonna do this, can't do that, or I can't. I wanted this, I'm gonna stay home. It's it's tough. It's not easy. And so he gives a defined reason. Like the Seneca thing. It's like whatever. Go, even if you want to transfer to LSU, fine. I, I'm still not gonna blame him. Say he wanted to opt out because of how difficult it is. But it does look a no, little, not at all. I mean, looks, yeah, yeah. It's be a way easier hollow, to do this but, closer to home too. So yeah. sure, it's like he goes to LSU. Whatever. It's like we get it. People want to transfer, but you can still do both. It can still be the season's too tough and difficult. You can go to LSU and enroll and so yeah, I'm guessing. This season is too tough and difficult. And hey, I also don't really want to play for San Jose State next season either. It's an easy so, out, right? Like, sure, they they can be two different decisions. Like, they don't have to be the exact. Sure, I mean, I guess yeah, one. Certainly has to precipitate the other, but like, I mean, yeah, those are two thought processes. I'm done with this season, and now I got to think about the future. Yeah, and like he'd be a pretty good guy. No, I get so. it. It's tough. Like, I don't know what's next for the Lobos. It's they've been Lubbock there now, part of the state. Like, they are. Well, we can like, officially report they got a win today. They finally they <laughs> they did close they one have officially. It was close in the first half, and then they pulled away, and then it kind of got cool a little closer. But yeah, they did beat Dixie State. Their host, you know, their host home. Which seems rude. To beat your host who's allowing you to right. roll out the red carpet. Yes, you can use yeah, our no, facilities. Yeah, we'll see if we'll share see bathroom, if they, uh, showers, have come beds on. tonight when they I get know. back to whatever there, dorm they're staying. There's gonna be a prank going on because you beat us. <laughs> right. But but this team it's like like I don't care any team it is like it's this year it's basically a wash. It's like if you're not very good, right. I I don't care. I'm not gonna hold against you too much. Like, yeah, I think outside sorry. of like some extreme circumstances, I doubt you're going to see a lot of coaching changes probably, even though you're going to hear a lot of people calling for them because of bad records and everything. But there's I think a, a lot of people are going to get a lot of leeway. Yeah, there's a money issue. And like, 
I Lobos, yeah. it's it's hard. Like I get it, but they get UNLV, which like their schedule right now. Like here's the thing: we'll just we're bouncing on the rankings. Where was you in Mexico? Were they tenth this week? Ninth? Uh, they were tenth. Yeah, and okay. and San Jose State was eleventh, and we talked about Seneca Knight leaving. That's enough. Us. I think that counts as. <laughs> Okay, yeah, uh, sorry. No, New Mexico No, State that's perfect. State. I love what it. Saying, what were you saying, though? Okay, they got they have UNLV. <laughs> I, I could call that a winnable, two winnable games, and then San Jose State. So, like, their next four, like, it says at UNLV, so they're obviously going to play down in Dixie State. I'm assuming the San Jose State, State series will also be at Dixie State. So those four games, it's really a chance that I think they could possibly get some wins because UNLV, they lost, we'll get to that in a minute, but they lost to CSU in a couple of close games in their first games back in forever. But I still think those are going to be reasonable close games in San Jose State. So they could maybe pull off – do you think two wins is reasonable in the, out of those four? Yeah, I mean they might – I don't think it's uh, – I don't think it would be a shock to see this team sweep that San Jose State series. Um, and yeah, I think they could – I think they could split with UNLV. I mean UNLV, they are – We'll get to, we'll go more in detail in a minute, but like they're really talented, but they they lose games somehow. They just figure out ways to lose games. So you know, yeah, UNL, uh, UNM might find their way to uh, to win just for for that reason. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I I, I don't think they're going to win all of those games, no. but I will say, um, you know, with Keith McGee leaving. As good of a player as he may or may not have been, you know, in this team at this time. Him leaving opens up minutes for other people to step in or for more minutes to got, to go to guys who've earned them, you know. So I think maybe you – I'm not always sold on the addition by subtraction thing, mm-hmm. but, hey, you're going to see a different UNM team. So I think whatever judgments we had, you know, kind of previously made, especially in that Utah State series, oh boy. I think we have to kind of put those aside and look at this team a little bit fresh now that they've gotten – you know, a, a senior guy who's one of the few Lobos who's been around the Lobo program for multiple years. I mean, there's not a lot of guys who've done that. And even he was a Juco transfer into the program. So, you know, I think you saw a guy like Saquon Singleton break out a little bit today, which is cool. Um, so, so yeah, I think that things are looking up and they might not be quite as dire as it looks when you look at the scores. <laughs> yeah, like they play deep, like including McGee, they played 11 guys with 10 plus minutes, four getting over 20 minutes a game. So they're already playing a lot of guys. He's getting about They're six, just trying to figure out what they have. Yeah. yeah, and he has about six points a game. So like you play that deep, it's like the, the minutes at his position for his guard slot. I'm not sure. Clearly, we don't know who they'll go to. We could probably go off tonight if we really wanted to. But they have enough guards. They play many, many guards. Like they, play, they don't play like a huge lineup, which is kind of the trend at the moment. So it could be what it really could be is like maybe an extra minutes like six other guys, you know what I mean, or an extra ninety seconds yeah. to a bunch of guys. Yeah, I mean, so who knows? We'll see what they do, but I think they can turn a small corner to get some momentum or some positivity. And I like where they're staying because they're in the middle of the conference. Like this being in Texas is far away. True. Like so, then being right, right, right. where it's they're totally at, out of the, out of the footprint completely. They yeah. are basically about five and a half hours from Logan. Just to drive him like five and a, five and a half hours from Logan. A quick night if they if they were to play UNLV at their place, it is actually at UNLV. What I'm saying, so that's like a quick, really. To bu- they're going to take bus it clear because that's maybe but just over an hour. So head yeah, down, head not- down there. Like they come back from San Jose State, going to Fresno. Like it's it's basically central. I need to give you all a geography lesson, but if they, I think if they could stay there the rest of the year, it'd be nice because they're quick plane ride to any place in the conference. Like they don't go too well. I mean, they go to Fort Collins, but that's not far from going into like a. Colorado Springs or Denver than driving up. Like, and now, then I go- will tell you real quick, Jeremy, as someone who's not from Utah, I think all of us could use a little bit of a Utah geography <laughs> lesson because nobody knows anything about Utah geography. Hey, I, gave so you- I think it's actually more helpful than okay. you think. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I think that you were being more helpful than you think. <laughs> I gave you 90 minutes to Vegas. That's good. You enough. did. Exactly. No, I'm saying that like, this is good. This is this is helpful. Thank I'm you for even, the tips. I'm, from, I'm from Texas and that's still dang hard to navigate around just in the city of Houston. But... Yeah, it's just a good spot. No, good point. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
Um, who's next? Who's let's get let's actually get to the ranking. Who's number eight, or I guess number nine. Uh, nine, yeah. So we'll we'll go with number nine. Rebels? Is it rebels? Uh, it is not. It is Air Force. Did they even play? So Air Force. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they did. They lost to Boise State. Oh, that's um, you know, they weren't, the first game wasn't super pretty. The second game, they actually, they played a pretty competitive first half. I think they, were they up or were they, I think it was like 40 to 33 at the half or something like that in that game. It was, it was close. Um, you know, it didn't end up going well for Air Force. Um, yeah, Air Force was up. Air Force was winning 40 to 33 at the half. All right, just got uh, moral victories. But then, you know, they opened up the third quarter in Boise State out or sorry, that's I'm looking at the Ken Palm site where he breaks it up into ten. Yeah, yeah, so they open up the second half and in the first ten minutes of the second half, Boise State outscored Air Force twenty-three to seven. And, you know, I think that was Boise State just waking up a little bit. And then they Hold on, Coach Scott, seven play they basically played six players. Look at the box score. Yeah. They had one player. Mason Taylor, Mason Taylor got one. Coach, got where's the hockey line I recommend the past like five years? You have oh athletes. You have enough players who are in good physical condition to run up and down the court. I know you I like to walk it, but commits page. You have forty guys on this <laughs> I <know>. team. <laughs> I know they don't want to run. They want to go slow. But like, there's a decent first time. Like AJ Walker had twenty three points. They had four guys in double figures. But you're playing Boise State and they put up eighty. It's like. Air well, and that were, double figures thing, kind of, like when you're only playing six guys, yeah. like someone's got to score them. I know, but for you know, their, their points per game, like six, the get, scoring 69s above, I believe, I'm checking right now, but I think it's above their average. Through the oh, year. yeah. I mean, they got forced into a lot of possessions that, you know, more than they want to. But I mean, they you look at their points per possession down here on the Kempom box score, it's, you know, 1.13. So they were good. They shot 60% from two, 45 from three. Like, Boise State just also shot a lot and then, you know, just out-rebounded them like crazy. It was like, yeah, 30 to 21 on the boards, just crushed them on, you know, Boise State got uh, 12 offensive rebounds. (laughs) Yeah, and Air Force got three. So, yeah, they just, uh, yeah, they got a little dominated, right? You know, physically, this Boise State team, man, physically, athletically, Skill, IQ, they've got a lot of really good things going for them. Um, and they look like they're having so much fun. We're going to get to Boise State later. But yeah, they put a lot AJ, of points but, but yeah, so, but for Air Force to hang with them, um, you know, to tie that in, I think is encouraging. But yeah, they come in in ninth place here this week. And, and just real quick, they have Wyoming at home next series, this upcoming week, or actually yep, starting and that starts Saturday. Saturday. So and then, did. yeah, so it's a weird Saturday-Monday series. So by the time we talk next time, we will probably be, yeah, we'll be talking about whatever rankings from that series, but the rankings will only include one of the games. Yeah, I know. It's like, great. Thanks, <laughs> thanks guys. Help right? us. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, what are you going to do? Come I mean, make the for schedule. a season like this, though, it's not like there's a clear, like, week one starts now, week two. It's like, well, whatever. We just kind of have to roll with That's it. That's why I'm like, games through Saturday, Sunday to Saturday. It's right. fun. It's and funny. So post it as soon as you can. I know. You'll work, you do your job getting up quickly. You get our votes in I'm there. You, you do your best before games. It happens. Uh, but one series could be interesting. They lost by 20 versus Boise. But uh, who's uh, – and they're going to be – like, I don't know if there's a clear cut from the bottom then, but they're still – clearly these three are probably the bottom three tiers – those three teams. So who is number eight on the list then? So now number eight is Fresno State. Um, they jumped up a little bit. I think, you know, part of that, getting two wins in a row, people enjoyed that. Those wins were over San Jose State. Yeah, um, come on. Pay attention to who the wins are. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, but hey, they're three and three in the conference. They're five and three overall. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but some of those are against D2 teams, you know, Fresno Pacific, uh, San Jose State. No, no, sorry, no. They're they're a D one team. They are. They, they tend. Yes, I'm sorry. They're, they're, well, they're I, in here with us. <laughs> I was gonna bring it up. Like, wait a minute. Make sure you put the comma San Jose State. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was a completely separate thought. I swear. Um, <laughs> hey, a nice thing though. Jordan Campbell, a former Oregon State player who transferred to Fresno State, uh, sat out i think he was a mid-season transfer uh last season but he came in he had 27 points in the series 
So, you know, that, that's good. You need somebody else um, besides Orlando Robinson to step up for that team. Oh, Deion yeah, Stroud's yeah. done a little bit. Yeah, he's done he's done it. But I'm saying, you know, like for Fresno State, as good as Orlando Robinson is, Deion Stroud might not be enough. So having Jordan Campbell also coming up or, you know, God forbid Deion Stroud's not consistent every day in you know being able to back up Orlando Robinson. It's nice to have another guy. And, of course, I've just got to throw love on former Beaver legends whenever I can. Do it, yeah, definitely. Like he's been, <laughs> he's been double digits every game, but he'll be like low. Like in four, last three, 22, 14, 11. Fine. Yeah. yeah, it's good. But then it's weird. 13 minutes and 11 points versus Wyoming. Like his minute ratio is also kind of unique as well. It's like your team's not great. But you would think you'd be closer to 28 minutes a game instead of 21, which is a little – just a little weird, I would say, because he's – No, wait. You're talking about – Stroud. Stroud. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at I was looking at Campbell, and I was like, these numbers aren't matching up. Oh, no, sorry. All. Stroud. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, the, we're good. We're good. He had the 22. You like, you yeah, think for okay, a guy, I see, I see. he's your number, what, number three scorer. You think he'd be averaging more minutes per game than that. Like, like looking at who they play, and like the, they do play – a bunch of guys like they they're more lenient with their playing time than New Mexico where they have what one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven guys in templates minutes and nine play 15 more but the point production doesn't match up for like Anthony Hollins 26 and a half point minutes a game 2.3 points it's like something well, you know there's so, more than just scoring hey he gets no, six, six rebounds <laughs> but you get my point like okay yeah no I do I do 20 percent from the field come on 20 percent from the field who is this well, but, yeah, and and so and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to you know highlight that Campbell was doing well is because yes. I remember last year when he came in. That's right, he did. He was the midseason transfer for Fresno State, and he was one for eleven from three point line. Is James Harden out there? Come on. Oh, and that was his whole that was his whole season, and so <laughs> it's just nice to see that he's already four for ten on this on this season. So he's already doing much better than he was before. Like they're playing uh, a million guys, which is good. It's just finding. Yeah. I like, figure out who you have. Yeah, tell me, figure out who you have. I guess that's what the tier is. It's like, cause, but but at the same time, I don't know, man, because you've got like Devin Gage, Junior Ballard. Like these are transfers. These are upperclassmen transfers. Junior Ballard came from Cal Poly. Devin Gage from DePaul. Like these aren't just like, oh, we're taking a complete flyer on you. We don't know. Like these are guys that you've seen before. So you'd kind of hope a little bit that they had a slightly more developed game plan when they decided to bring in all of these people. Although I don't know if they expected all of them to be eligible at the same time. I will say that there could be that because like the scoring 74 points a game is, is pretty is decent, but they only have like three guys with double figures. So it's, I don't know if it would mean like, yeah. like really quick gauge is at 19 minutes a game, four and a half points. Like if you were to play 26 minutes, would he get to t- double digits? Would he just get to eight or nine? Like the scoring so spread out. You're, you're playing so deep. It's like, Guys are in there trying, yeah. to, like trying to get thrown in there six minutes at a time they're in or three minutes at a time. Like it is, it's also like a freebie year. It's like, but you're, it goes both ways. Yes, you know who gauges, you know who these guys are transfers who were with the team last year or not. But you, you have a good point too. Like, were they all going to be eligible? Because we talked in our preseason. I don't remember which guy specifically, but we were questioning. I think about two to three. Are they going to be able to I play think or Ball- not? I think Ballard and Stroud, if I remember correctly, were the two that we didn't know about at the time. Um, and you know, that's a lot of minutes to, and you know, that you're ending up having to give to two guys, you know, to dedicate to them and say, Hey, yeah, we did bring you in and we, who knows what kind of promises we made to you yeah, <laughs> or what we're seeing, you know, we're looking at our roster and we're saying, yeah, we, maybe we did want to learn a lot about some of these new guys, but Hey, we kind of want to play with our new toys too, yeah, you know, well. now that we can. So yeah, I, I think maybe you're seeing some of that with New Mexico as well, right? Yeah. Uh, where you're seeing a lot of guys where they just kind of don't have a it doesn't it just doesn't seem like there's a clear plan. It's just we got a lot of players. <laughs> That's yeah, great. Exactly. But, so do you have a team? What was that? That's what you mean. I oh said, yeah, you know, oh you yeah. Have a lot Sorry. of players, but do you have a team? Yeah, that's, that's the point. question. They're playing a bunch of guys out there. See, Fresno's doing what Air Force should be doing. Just saying. Playing a million guys out there. All right, so what's Yeah, right. I, I'm going right. blind up the ring because you have Fresno State. Have we not discussed UNLV yet? Are they really, there we go. Oh, We're on the money. Here are they go. really you were, you high? Tried to get them, you tried to get them earlier. Maybe my, I, I, I think I put a nitro 10. Maybe that's why I put them near the bottom. That's my All right. Yeah, I noticed some people are still putting, because I put these rankings into the system. Yeah. So, yeah. So UNLV, um, 
I mean, hey, they're one in six, or I think, oh, no, they beat St. Catherine, although that's not a, a win that really counts, mm, but yeah. they are now technically two and six. There um, is, there's word on Twitter, I was watching Tyler Bischoff, our buddy who did stuff those years ago, and now doing the ESPN Las Vegas. He was keeping track of potentially this outcome could have been the fewest points allowed since like they beat Long Beach State and allowed like 27 points. They were tracking to see if that could be the case, but not um, did not happen. <laughs> Well, just like a lot of things that seem like that's like, you know, this whole season, like we've been tracking it and it looks like looks promising, looks promising. And then it ended up just not really happening like we thought it might. Um, You know, we had they had that huge break where they played. They didn't play for like a month. Right. Yeah. So they come in. They have their horrible start. They go. They're off. They beat Kansas State. Kansas State immediately goes and proves that they're the worst team in the Power Five. <laughs> was it the Hayward State or something? Hayward State, wasn't Fort, it? Fort Hayes State, Close yes. And then, and then UNLV, you know, spends the month off not playing, not getting to prove anything wrong. Then they come back and they almost beat Colorado State twice. Almost. And they lose were. twice. Like, in that <laughs> game, know, it was a close game. Like, they just second half couldn't get it done. So... And, but also give credit to CSU. Oh, I will. Yeah, they, they're better than we thought. Like maybe they should have won by more. Maybe the, there's two ways to look at it. UNLV hasn't played in a while. They play CSU. Who, if you look at what CBS like, was Jerry Palm had them higher ranked than San Diego State. I'm like, what the heck is that? <laughs> I'm like, no, Jerry, uh, you're ridiculous. You're I don't know what the deal is with you. Your bracket's way off. Like they had the Aztecs in a freaking playing game as a 12 seed and the Rams as 11 seed. We get the net rating, which uh, last show, just go listen to our rant on that because who knows? It's like cloak and dagger of what's going on. But like, yeah. there's two ways to look at this. They they lost to, they came back for a huge break. They, if you look at perception and names, most people still would think UNLV is a better team, but they're not. Clear. They haven't been relevant, honestly, in five years at least. If I'm being generous, CSU has overachieved, and so it's like, oh, you almost beat CSU. That's a good loss for them. Rams being seven two, or it's like, dude, the Rams, you should smoke. You know, leagues are garbage. <laughs> like, you could, I could look at it both ways. I, I, I just saying, like, I'm on the I'm on the pro UNLV team. So if you want to okay. take the anti UNLV side, I'm happy to do the pro side for you. That's all. You know. So if you want, well, I know that Bryce <laughs> Hamilton is a player. He's quite good. But I, I'm just saying, like, it is who they played. But also, it's like that freaking. North Carolina game, like they were up big, like they just collapsed. Like these games where sure. they're not close, and so that's the issue. And so maybe that's North Carolina. But they the were up six, they're up sixteen points and lost like by thirty. Yeah, but they got up sixteen points like twenty seconds into the game. They I, had a long I don't time care. to give up that lead. I, I, I don't care. You're up by six. No, I know. I know. I'm just I know. They get beat by oh, Montana right. State you pretty bad. Close, you have to close out that game. Yeah. And so maybe they're both they're, did them both well. Like. Do you, so do you think they're better than where did you rank them then? Because you seem to be much higher. I ranked them I ranked them um sixth, I think, actually. Um so here's the thing. I look at this team and I, you know, I'm looking at the players who are out there and I'm seeing the way that they're playing. I'm seeing the things that I really didn't like about the team. Um you know, that they couldn't hit their shots for a while, that they were turning the ball over um, a crazy, crazy amount, that they just weren't really clicking as a team when they were out there. I, when I watched the games more recently, they just seem like they're coming together and learning how to play together. Because, again, you've, you've got this. You've got Jenkins, who's coming from South Dakota. I mean, he transferred a while ago, but he's been sitting. He's playing for the first time playing alongside a guy who does a lot of the same things that he does in Bryce Hamilton. Um, you've got new freshmen who are like getting a lot of accolades in the Kelp Blake. You've got transfers kind of coming out of nowhere a little bit with like Caleb Grill, who's been one of their better players. And I think that was a little unexpected, you know, for, from an outsider's perspective, maybe I think the coaching staff saw it coming, but um, I don't know. I think you just had a lot of kind of weird pieces that didn't know how to fit together. And I think now that they've come back, they look like they're fitting together better. And so I think if they they have the talent, I think, to be that in that top five and they haven't gotten close to, you know, reaching that potential in their actual results yet. But um, 
I don't know. I, I, I still believe that this is that the way that this team is built and the way that they're playing to, to come so close to getting two good victories against a team that's, you know, um, a, a good Colorado State team. I think that the way that they played in those games was very encouraging and it is why I ranked them high this week. I'm more in that, like, I, I'm just putting it both ways. Like, I still, like, oh, yeah. I still, the thing I, is, I for get me, it. win. Like, you I, gotta win. That's the problem right now. Right, you right. Need to win, totally. So. No, I, I understand. And I, and I think part of it, too, is that I am, first off, I know that I'm one of 10 people voting in here, yeah. right? So I'm <laughs> yeah. like, okay, I'm gonna give them a little bit of a boost here because I know there's gonna be people who are like, oh, like me. they are nice. terrible. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and and so I think it's good. I think it's good, right, that we balance because I think you're looking and you're saying, "Hey, you got to win the games." And I'm saying, "Hey, let's look a little, you know, a little deeper. Let's look at this yeah. thing that's not a win, and you know, let's look at it from this angle." And you know, there's validity to both sides. So I think it's nice to see that reflected in our ranking a little bit here. That, it is, know. and again, in Mexico, yeah. where they probably they should win at least one of those, probably both. So like they then they've been against. So they could, when we talk again, they could have well depend whatever. Benedict we'll see. Is. You know, yeah, and I think that this this is a good series for them for like a good uh, mm-hmm. like litmus test, right? To see okay, is this team really for real or are they really in trouble? Because if they even if they split this series, I think you can say UNLV is in trouble. I think UNLV to prove that they are as good as you know that they can be as good as we thought that they could be, or as you say, they need are. to come out. <laughs> Well, yeah, fair enough, as I still say they are. But, all right, I'm on the hook for it. <laughs> but uh, you know, so, so I'm really hoping for a sweep this week. All right, BPI, so. Basketball Power Index. Who's, who do you first, Yeah, this game is terrible. First, who is favored in this series? Where is this one again? Uh, Vegas. UNLV. Yes, you want to take a guess at the percentage? 71? 89. Oh, baby, that's high. <laughs> so ESPN BPI. Well, you got to get that Dixie State result in, man. Get that in quick. <laughs> I, I, I know that was a uh, no kidding. Uh, see if that'll change up by half a percent. So they like they yeah. probably show both of those. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked if it's a split. But if 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 you're thinking that how good they're and how well they played, and again maybe that month off did them well, and they did were close to a good team. Like I'm thinking, they probably should should win both of those. Should I? Yeah, I think I think that they should. I think, but you know, like we said, or like you know, I said this a while ago. I think um, they find ways. It seems like to lose games, which is not a good uh, trait for a team to have. You want the other one. You want to find ways to win games. Oh, exactly. No, we're right? no, we are, we are good. So, all right, what are we? Who's fifth? Is it CSU or Wyoming? Uh, sixth. Or six, sorry. Six is Wyoming. Well, they – oh, sorry. I played that Texas highlight. See that? Texas Tech? Whoops. And if Burnley had a play. Texas Tech just, Texas, just upset Texas. Oh, boy. Hit a three okay, at the buzzer. Hey, well, uh, everybody. You just got an honest reaction of Andy <laughs> yes. learning about that because, yeah. I got an alert and actually tip pushed it, so hit the button. All right, but with the – sorry, what team did you say going there? I off track. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so number six is Wyoming. Okay, they lost by twenty to Boise State tonight. They, they uh, are they fading quite a bit for you, the Cowboys. Yeah, they've been fading for a while, which is fine because you know they're fading to where we thought to. They're still further along than I thought they would be. It's just like we had our our side had them up at third. Okay, uh, and, I was and, not one of those people. FYI. That's fine. That's fine. I think the highest I ever had them was fourth. I, I maybe get fifth, a fourth or fifth. Yeah. Again, you get wins. I may uh, have had them fourth when they were seven to well, one. Right, and when they, you know, won a bunch of games and went, hey, if if people don't remember, go back a month. The Mountain West stunk for the first little bit of yeah. the season. Okay, they're outside of Boise and San Diego State when Colorado State wasn't playing and mm-hmm. Utah State was losing to everybody. Yeah, and Nevada was going to overtime with everybody. It felt like Yikes. Wyoming was the only one actually winning games at the time, so you had to rank them third. So I got it. I understood it. But yeah, I think this makes a lot more sense seeing them in the six-seven range. Um, they may drop three straight twenty-point losses. They may, but I mean, who are those losses to? One was Fresno, <laughs> and two to Boise yeah, okay, State. That's yeah, that's bad. Okay, and I, Boise forgot, State, I forgot one of those yeah. was Fresno. I wasn't actually looking at the yeah. schedule. And Boise now. just throttled yeah, them tonight, good. ninety to seventy. That game just went final moments ago, which will be probably twenty hours by the time you hear this. But they were down 55-33 at the half. Like Boise scores fifty-five points in the first half. 
It's crazy. Like they had five guys, six guys in double figures. Like I don't break it down, but like the scoreboard. But like guys are doing like they're shooting fifty five percent from the field. Not great from three point range, but they were just their defense suffocated Wyoming in the first and second half. It was more balanced, but like this Wyoming team, their de- their shooting was just off the past couple of games. And yeah. I like what Linder's doing there. Like he's animated and excited and all that, but. Getting the wins, like, this is probably a theme, like, them getting a bunch of wins, like, early on, like, beating Oregon State, beating the teams that have their 7-4 and four at the moment, beating Omaha, Utah Valley, Denver, fine, whatever. But, like, they can probably, like, now my thought on them is they're probably not the bottom tier, but they're middle tier, but probably the oh, low, yeah. like, I'd say they're clearly behind, I'd put CSU in the upper tier, like, maybe on their own tier, because you, San Diego State, Boise are up there, but, like, it's like those two teams, Utah State, CSU. I think Wyoming's not solidified that fifth spot, but like they're right smack down the middle, going to be fighting for a bye in the Mount Rush tournament. Like when they play Air Force, yeah. they could probably win one or two of those. Like depending on what Nevada does, but I, that might that's going to be a really good well, series in two weeks, I think. And that's a great segue because that is our next team. Nevada is number five, and I will tell you, Nevada is our only uh, unanimous vote. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Everybody put Nevada at number five. That is wild. That was, but that, that was the only unanimous thing. Um, yeah, so right now everybody's kind of – and I think Nevada actually sort of sets the tier. I, I was doing this um, – so, you know, I don't uh, – I guess I'll spoil it a little bit. Um, but I was looking at the net rankings, and with the exception of It's okay. You the can net, look at the net ratings. It's fine. We're well, <laughs> Well, the net has UNLV and the net has UNLV just ahead of Wyoming, yeah. where we. Ha- it's a schedule thing. I know. It's, it, we know Otherwise, it's a schedule. It's UNC. Our Those staff ra- ranked the same way as the net, except well, oh, and the top one. The top one is different too. Never mind. I yeah. forgot about that one. It's okay. We'll get there in a second. Um, but I did just want to say, like, the Nevada has this, and there's a pretty clear tier of like, there's four top 100 teams, and then there's a pretty big space. No, actually, there's four top 60 teams today. And then there's about 75 spots before you get to the next one. And there's Nevada. And there's about another 50 spots before you get to the next team. And that's oh. today, that's UNLV. So I do think you sort of have Nevada a little bit out on an island in that fifth spot where UNLV might come up. Wyoming might come up. Who knows? Maybe Fresno. But right now, I think that last buy is Nevada's to lose. Uh, and with Grant Sherfield playing the way he is, I don't know that they're going to do it. I mean, he's starting to come on like a Jalen Harris-esque. I mean, maybe not that good, but he's he's turned it into his team. Um, he's definitely, I think, I mean, if he keeps this up, he's going to be an all-Mountain West player. He'll be in the conversation for player of the year, but I mean, unless Nevada's like winning the conference, I don't think he's going to. That's going to go to a Boise State or a San Diego State guy, I'm pretty sure. So what are we thinking about the Wolfpack? They nearly upset San Diego State. Two close games. Buzzer beater Turn on the se- around, on man. the second one. Yeah. Ugh. So Tyus we- Edney, like uh, oh, coast to coast. Exactly. And Boise at Taco Bell Arena back in the day. It's growing up in the little lamp <laughs> underneath the finger roll. Was it still? Was it Taco Bell? Well, whatever. They had orange and blue. And okay. no, it is what is, it is because I liked it when they kept the courts as the home courts back then. Right. Right. I'm, right. I'm just gonna say it was because I think it was. I don't even know what it's called now. It's just the. Uh, Boise Basketball Arena. I don't know. I just remember the Taco Bell place. It's like, all right. But, like, they, they do what they're supposed to, like, going back, for, like we discussed last week, the Air Force loss looks a little puzzling now because that was a close, what, 68-66. But, like, they yeah. beat New Mexico badly. They're close to San Diego State. Like, looking forward for them, like, they're, what's going to be interesting for me is when they play Boise, CSU, and Utah State. Because they got Fresno this weekend, which, or this whatever this week is. Pro- it probably should sweep that. They should, Honestly, they might have a six-game winning streak. Like Fresno, Wyoming, yeah. UNLV could be interesting as well because it's a rival in a couple weeks. And if you're right, Rebels are closer to CSU than me, say they're at the bottom, that's going to be a telltale series a bit because Wyoming's fading a bit. Fresno can be frisky a little bit, but I don't know if it'd be enough. But like they they should maybe not all six, but like I guess even going like four and two, like maybe split versus Wyoming and split UNLV. Like four wins is yeah. reasonable the next couple weeks for them. Yeah, um, this team. I was I was low on them. I was lower than I probably should have been uh, coming into the season. I didn't. I honestly didn't 
know enough, I guess, about Sherfield. I, I but he's come in and he has wowed me, man. He's been great. So I'm I'm in on Nevada being in this top five, but I do see them pretty pretty separate from the top four. Are they how big a gap between like them and Wyoming? Do you think? Like you mentioned, the net feeling, feeling a lot bigger today after okay. that twenty point. I'm just saying, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, it, it seems like a pretty good gap. I think the gap between Nevada and Wyoming is bigger than the gap between. I mean, obviously, I think UNLV is better than Wyoming, so yeah. uh, I think that the gap between Nevada and UNLV is maybe a little closer. That's a series that I'm really looking forward to. Um, Are they closer to CSU than you or UNLV? Nevada, yeah. Ooh, um, it's a good question. I need to see more of CSU okay. I think. This is uh, to, I to make sure that they're actually for real. Because right now I'm putting them in a different category, and I'm not sure that I might be overhyping them a little. Just but, really quick, uh, really quick. B- BPI, the CSU Nevada game, is basically a toss up. Rams fifty point three percent when they meet February in February. Interesting. But, okay, so let's okay. go so, yeah. to the Rams. They've won two in a row. For the you are just loving to skip over your pick to win this. Hey, man, uh, you Utah, see, Number I'm, four, Utah State. <laughs> I didn't rank Colorado four. State higher. I, for some reason, I thought the Rams were four. I'm like, I, you know what I should do, everybody? You know what I really should do? Open up the freaking article Andy wrote and follow along with it. I know. That's, a, that's the reason time. I remember, man. I'm, I'm, I'm following along right now, too. I did it last no, week, but I'm like, I don't know. I just I'm like, It's close, just, though. These, these teams were, like, razor thin. There's two, two points, right? So – out of, I think it was a max of like 110 points, right? If you get all of the the first place votes, uh, Colorado State at 87 and Utah State had 85. So I mean, these guys. Until we got the last vote of the of the weekend, I think they were actually tied. Um, so whoever submitted the tenth vote separated. Kudos these two. to you. You're the tiebreaker. Well, well, there you go. Not yeah, really, they're the one who I played all yeah. that way. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we got Utah State. Um, I'm not sure they belong at number four, to be perfectly honest. Where should they? Maybe number three. I mean, okay. I'm just saying they've been really dominant uh, the last stretch. Um, they they did. They stumbled, and maybe they're still having to pay for that a little bit and uh, you know stumbling out the gate. But they were nine and three the last – they were nine and three when I wrote this. What are they today? Are they still nine and three? They, they play San Diego State upcoming. That's a big series we'll get to in a minute. Right, they have not played their series yet. Okay, thank you. Uh, they yeah, beat right, Mexico right eighty. Yeah. They held the Mexico to, uh, to forty-five and forty-six points. They have they, been, you know Air yeah. Force forty-eight points. San Jose State yeah. fifty-two. Northern Colorado fifty. Since their two canceled Kata games, is... they've been crushing everybody. Like their closest oh game. What is it? The uh, is it really the Air Force nineteen-point win? <laughs> I, it might be. Yeah, I. It's just. Let's see here. Impressive. No. Yeah, it really is impressive. And Nimish Keda has been one of the best defensive big men, if not the best defensive big man in the country over the, the last stretch of games. I mean, he has just turned it on. He's back to looking like he did when he was a freshman, not like he did when he was a sophomore, I guess. Um, and it's awesome. Funny you it say that so because cool his – the funny you say because his number – I'm pulling up his numbers really quick – like he's, they're not, they're his blocks are over one better. So that's like he's. I know you say he's playing. And that's what I mean. I sorry. I think that's what I what I'm really referring to is his like defensive prowess. Yeah. I think yeah, in yeah. The, in his blocks two, are I more. I think he really yeah. tried to like step up and show that he can do be maybe more of an offensive asset, which is great. He can be, but he's really gone back to just like swatting everything out of the building. Yeah, he has uh like this compares like two point eight blocks a game up over one last year. Over over almost a still in a half a game, fewer turnovers. His field, the only issue I've had not issue but like his field goal percentage could be better. He's only fifty seven percent. Yeah, but yeah. he's at six when you when you're sixty two the past couple of years. Like it would be nice. Like I know I'm being picky, but like give me fifteen points. But if he's getting basically forcing more than about a turnover and a half or almost two turnovers by himself between blocks and steals compared to last year, that's going to make up for points on the other end for fast breaks um, or just uh, clearly. You're not, or points in general where you okay you get a block okay that's two points to zero or three to zero or whatever maybe you get because your defense can lead to six to eight more points a game like on top of what you right. so like if you're getting just my math here three just about four four turnover you're basically if if I'm saying it's proper you're forcing four turnovers a game between blocks and steals if those four possessions go to any points like 
that's anywhere from four to twelve points. Four to probably fourteen points, possibly. So it's God. like that's a big deal. I'm just saying that's it's huge. Oh, it really? He's. I just crunched these numbers real quick here. In six Mountain West games so far, he's averaging four blocks a game. <laughs> I blame you. Six had, versus San Jose State, five in New Mexico. In both games. He had six in both oh, games. I've only seen the past six. Let me open the whole roster. Whole thing no, I'm here. saying like six. Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. But like he had six and then he had six the next day. <laughs> and he had five in game one against New Mexico and three in game two. He had five blocks in the series against Air Force. I mean, he's just and again, it's San Jose Air Force in New Mexico, so it's our it's our 11, 10, and 9, right? It's at the bottom mm-hmm. of our rankings. But it's really very encouraging to see. Yeah, now we need to see it against real opponents. Yeah, because really quick, NIU is 4-3-8, a bunch of blocks. The opener versus South – is South right. Dakota State any good this year? Um, Yeah, they are. Okay, he had a, couple, a handful of blocks in that game. So, like, we play decent teams like BYU, no blocks – um, I don't care about IDA, whoever the heck they are, but like, they, like one college was, of Idaho. Yeah, that's what I figured. But uh, <laughs> he's oh, great. Why? Apologies. Let's mute my tabs. I, I don't. There's no video playing, but video's playing. So let's just mute the tabs. If you heard that, it sounds like you're on an NCAA.com scoreboard site. Where no, I'm on, that happens to me every time when I, I try to load. No, Andy Cat starts yelling at me. Yeah, I'm just looking at here. Nemus Kate's numbers. There's no video. Just mute the tab. That's the best thing ever. But you're right. Like he, I would like to see it. Like this weekend, San Diego State. This is the series we want. We waited to see. Like I inadvertently put. Can't wait for that Boise San Diego State series. And people go Utah State. I'm like, oh shoot. Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> That's this weekend. But this this game. It is two good things about this game. Let's let's kind of get this. We'll kind of do San Diego State as well here, and then we'll do Boise last. We'll kind of combine those two. So we look at Utah State. This game. 7 p.m. Mountain Time, 6 Pacific, it's on CBS Sports Network on the 14th on Thursday. Saturday got moved to another national game on CBS, 10.30 Pacific, 11.30 locals. That's huge. On, on regular CBS, regular. yeah. So, awesome. if you're keeping track, San Diego State last, lost last time on regular CBS in front of, I'll say, maybe 2 million people watching the game and blew a 26-point lead. Aztecs are going to do it again or just show up. I'm just putting it out there. Be ready for the game. <laughs> so this BPI is basically a virtual toss-up. Aztecs are a 50.4% favorite, 49-6. Looking at like team rankings, number fire, both of those predict Utah State. And the spread's actually Aggies by two. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, they've been, they've been the hot team. They're the ones winning by, you know, handfuls of points every night. San Diego State has been grinding them out. Um, but uh, we'll see, uh, is Utah state going to be, you know, at what point do you kind of have that issue where, you know, you're, you're lifting with too, too light of weights. Right. And then mm-hmm. you, you try to get lift 50s, the right? much heavier weight. You go to those fifties from the, I got the twenties. Let's go to the fifties. Like, Oh crap. Perfect. Then, you, you Cause I don't actually exercise at all. So I need somebody <laughs> to carry that analogy out for me. But yeah. Thank you. So, Perfect. So, you know, they're making this this big transition here. So I think, you know, Utah State might have some some pains there. I think they haven't necessarily gone up against a guy who can respond to Nemish Keda like Nathan Mensa is going to be able to. So that's a matchup that I am so excited Heck for. Yeah. You know, well, both of two matchups, right? Because they're going to be playing two times Thursday, before Saturday. we talk to you all next. Love it. What they, I, love I it. think the big difference is game – Utah State's a much better rebounding team. Like, they're plus eight in that aspect. The blocks are about a, a one extra for Utah State. They score more points. Defenses are reasonably the same. They both shoot about the same. So I think what it could get, come down to, like you mentioned when they played in Mexico, was it 12 offensive rebound or something you said? The Utah State game? Versus Mexico? Uh, so I think that's who you mentioned. Yeah, it was, some, it was something. So that I think that could really be the difference. If you get those three to seven, whatever it may be, Extra chance to score. I know it's simple. You get the ball back, you can score again. But looking at what you mentioned, Ken has done during league play, but this will be his toughest matchup all season long. This will be the toughest team they play since BYU and Aztecs, you know, lost the close one to BYU. So I'm leaning toward like this could be a split of this. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it could be. I, I guess the other thing I didn't even like mention the fact that we've got, you know, a, a Justin Bean, Matt Mitchell mm-hmm. matchup that's coming that's going to be amazing. Yeah. Watching the, the guards, you know, I think 
who you probably you're probably gonna have Shockle and what, Anthony. Yeah, Marco Anthony. I, that's yeah. yeah. That I mean, it's just ugh, man. Is Brock Miller excited. gonna be the hero for the Aggies? Hey, could be man. Someone's got to hit a huge three to you Mr. Colleen with a three point on, on national television, right? Like you're saying. <laughs> Like this will be. There's so many good players on this court. Like I know we'll get to Boise State in that those series will be good too. But like this is like the first matchup where it's like, yes, I think they're this will be one of the best ones all year between two really good teams. And this is kind oh, of what, yeah. what I thought preseason. I picked the Aggies to win it all, and it's looking better and better as they are six six and zero in conference play. By the way, it is. Just saying. But are. but you are there's a concerning effort of going from like zero to six. Like I'm driving this uh, smart yeah. car here, hopping this. Uh, this uh, mm-hmm. Lamborghini Lambo or Ferrari and see what you can do. It's like, oh boy, that's a bit different than this a little smart car where I can go sixty miles an hour and my knees are in my face. Exactly. And, and so, um, but I, I do think the big thing could be rebounding and the defense too because both defenses are pretty good. They, so the guard play is going to be great. Matt Mitchell, Brie, uh, Diego out there, um, all these guys going to be amazing. Like, what's your prediction? Is it a split? How do you think it's going to play out? Um. Uh, I think San Diego State's going to win the first game. I think I think San Diego State is going to win them both, actually. Okay, it's um, in Logan, so just saying. But that. I think... Oh, boy, that is, huh? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. The, the home court thing doesn't really seem to be carrying as much weight. I mean, San Diego State lost in Viejas. What the heck's up with that? So, it's true. you know, who knows, man. Um, I'm going to stick with it, with, with San Diego State beating, winning them both, but I do it's going to be close again. I just, I think we've seen San Diego State winning a lot of these close matchups, and I don't know that Utah State necessarily has that experience yet of grinding out that win uh, with with this roster. I mean, you know, you bring Sam Merrill in, that's a different story. But it's true. I think, but it, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think Utah State is going to give them give them a great run. I think it's going to be two great games. But I think it's going to be. State's. Game one will go to Aztecs because I think your point's valid about who they played before, but they can win game two. Um, I think. Yeah, I see. I can see that. I see that split. I see split, but here's the thing too: San Diego State, they they lost to CSU, which is fine. Like they're pretty good. Well, maybe not fine with them having a 26 point lead. They rebounded nicely to say, "What what happened here? Let's beat them now." The next day, two close games versus Nevada, who were kind of iffy on a little bit, right? Sort iffy, of. but trending in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. Upward. Not iffy, but I should say, like, uh, as yeah. a contender, they're not. They're middle not of there. the middle of the pack, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so, like they, they, if they knocked out San Diego State, like, oh, they're one of those teams where it's like, okay, they're going to finish fourth, but have like two wins versus the top three teams, where mm-hmm. it's not enough to say they're in there, but they know they can be that thorn in the side to knock somebody off if need be. So they're not quite there, but like the Aztecs, those close losses, like. I just think this series is going to be great. Like I like the Nevada series, well, I'm concerned a little bit because I don't think Nevada is at the same level, but it was a home game, both of them, and they only won by a couple points each. I will say I'd like to see a split if for no other reason than it raises the chances of seeing, you know, uh, a three-bid Mountain West later maybe. Um, Utah State, I don't know, they might have dug it themselves a little too dig- a big – too big of a hole uh with with those early losses so that you know they really need something against san diego state um to to boost in that large resume but i still i'm just not sure if i see it you don't think a three bid mountain west or utah state either <laughs> Utah or Utah State winning either of these next two games, uh, you know, against San Diego. That's, okay. I'm, I still think Utah State is probably a top three team in the conference. They're definitely in this top four grouping that we've got. We'll see if Colorado State stays in that. But right now, Colorado State is higher in our rankings and higher in the net rankings than Utah State. So who knows? Question for you before we get to Boise because yeah. we do need to get to them. Do if we're gonna say there is let's just say there's a three bid Mountain West. Who are the three okay. teams? Who are your three teams? Well, Boise and San Diego State for sure. Um, Utah State. I. Th- Ooh, your hesitance makes me wonder your faith in the Aggies. Man, I am. I think probably Utah State only because Craig Smith seems to pull off some magic, and I think it would be more of like a Mountain West tournament type of deal. I don't think they get the at large. 
But I think you could see Boise State and San Diego State both earn an at-large bid uh, with their with their play. And then, you know, that really does open the door to a Colorado State, a Utah State, a Nevada, heck, even a UNLV or a Wyoming, right? To, to win no, a couple no, games. No, stop we, it. Stop we it. Wyoming, we saw Wyoming, <laughs> a much worse Wyoming team, win two Mountain Western games last year. Okay. So I'm just saying, you know, okay. who knows? fine, fine. But but I think I'm saying that the the Mountain West tournament is where I think you'd be seeing that third bid come from. So it's a little harder to peg who it would be. Um, but Utah State won it last year, and did they did they win it the year before? No, I can't remember. I um, I'm not gonna look it up, so I don't care. Um, I'm gonna say this Whatever. about I'm gonna say this <laughs> about the Mountain West Mountain West NCAA tournament berths. There is not a team at the moment that I can say, that I can be confident I'm going to give them that large bid. Oh, I'm not confident in either of them, okay. but I'm saying if it's going to happen, yeah. three like, bids is going to happen. No, I mean, way. no, I mean like like any team right now. If you're telling me San Diego State doesn't win the Mount West tournament, are they getting in? I can't say. I wouldn't say yes at all. I wouldn't be confident in saying yes. San no, it, it would be so close. They're they're bubbleicious. Okay, a little perfect. Bit. There you go. Yeah. All right, Boise State because our buddy in our DMs, Collins, like. Talk about Boise State. Or both of you are like, you need to talk about them better. They're doing really good. Yeah, we do. Yep. <laughs> and, and they are, man. And um, I will say I voted for them number one this week. Um, a little bit kind of like the UNLV vote. Like I, I was assuming that most of the other group was going to go with San Diego State number one. That's close. Um, what was but, the vote total again? What did you say, six to four? It was it was six to four in the first place votes, yeah. so What made you change um, your pick? Why, why Boise State? So just from just watching these guys again and again and watching Boise State play and missing guys and adding guys in, and it seems like they are not missing a beat when they do that. Manuel Acott was, was one of their top players. He hit the game winner against BYU. He's been out for a little while. Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you were watching these games, you're not going to notice it because they're just cruising and they just look so loose and like they're just having so much fun. And hey, it it always looks fun when you're winning. <laughs> so Also, just to put it in perspective, yeah. like not to be Debbie Downer here, but and who are they winning against? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah, no, I know. I'm, I'm not saying like no. I'm, I get it. I, we, I mentioned before they could be 20 and one before they face San Diego State. Yeah. But yeah, totally. here's the thing. They beat a pretty good BYU team. Um, same Houston State's usually decent. Houston's fine. Like I get it. The teams they played haven't been great overall. But when you're winning, like the BYU game was single digit. Every single game they've won, except for one, has been by double digits or more. And they won 106 to 54 for San Jose State. Like they maybe I should have put them number one, but I still have a little more confidence in San Diego State. Just and, that, and that's fine. I mean, I, I would say... It's very close. I, it's close. And Brian Dutcher does some amazing things with that team, and they are just so tough, and their defense is crazy. Right now, uh, talking about San Diego State, of course, their defense. Yeah. Um, Boise State's offense is also very crazy. Uh, just all the different weapons they have already. Abu Kijab just looks like amazing. a star out there. He has been huge. Devin Air Dutrieve comes in. He hasn't played in a while. He come in, you know, transferred from Arizona. He looks like he hasn't really missed a beat. He's ready to go. Three games, Acock's 33 points. Look- well, I guess, well, yeah. maybe not tonight. I don't know if these stats are updated for tonight, but in the three games mentioned, 33 points. He had 17 versus Wyoming tonight. Yeah. So, so it's I mean, like, look at that. It, right. He's and gone, so, he's got really quick. Cool. Hold on. He's gone eight and four his first two games back. In, in this series, Wyoming, 38 total points. I mean, it's just, you love it. It's, yeah. it's it's great to see, and it's good to see that Derek Olson's not being relied upon to carry everything on his own. He mm-hmm. kind of gets a little bit more freedom to sort of do his thing, um, which I think I think is great. You know, they don't need him to play center or you know power forward. Even they've got guys in the right positions this year. They didn't have guys in the right positions really last year. You know, R.J. Williams, right, I think playing center a lot, and Derek Alston playing the four. Just kind of had guys in weird spots. Um, so I think having a team where everybody fits a little bit more where they're supposed to go, and every, everyone's really good at what they do. I talked about uh, being, you know, I didn't know enough about Grant Sherfield before the season started and I wasn't high enough on him maybe. Ray J. Dennis, man, that guy has 
really shown me something. He might be the most improved player in the conference for me. Um, and maybe I was just sleeping on him coming into the year. Cause I remember he had that huge game in the comeback against Utah state where he had like 19 last year, but he just looks in control, man. And he, he looks like he's been completely accepted into the, the, the team. Right. And they're, just all they just look very comfortable playing together and it's it's fun to watch and so that's why i ranked them number one um i it's not because i think san diego state sucks i don't really Uh, i just think that this boise state team is really really good uh but yeah like you said it might be a while until we actually get to see them prove it against truly quality competition so what they have here just like who they play on they go back to the schedule here but like here right like the guys coming getting more guys eligible amazing so for actually, they play CSU in two game in three games. So the end of the month, oh, that's right, they do, they do on the road. So I think they they handle Fresno as the twentieth. So that geez, when is the twentieth? That's like a week from today. So they don't play all week. Yeah. So we'll see. Like here's the thing about the voting that'll be interesting. If um for me and my voting, like I don't want to be jaded by it because they didn't play. Because kind of I might just record watching, but if they don't play, it's kind of hard to uh-huh. where no, so it is. It's a little trickier. So if Aztecs. I think for me, the I, I don't want to put myself in the corner by saying this, but I guess I'm going to. <laughs> if the I the only way I will switch my vote at the moment is probably if the Aztecs lose both, or they split and one loss is just dreadful. So so if, if it's so a close Diego loss State and a win again, if it's okay. a, if it's a close loss and a win, I'll probably keep San Diego State one. Partly because again, okay. I still want to take into account like who you're playing up to a degree. Like, I don't want to just ignore yeah, that just because fair. you're winning. That's... But it doesn't mean I'm saying Boise is a bad team by any stretch. And I think, th- and I think it's okay, though, that our staff, right, is going to have differing opinions on this because that's the truth of the matter is that the there's not a clear answer on who's the best team here. They're two very different teams. They're two very, very good teams. Uh, and so I think having this kind of even this internal struggle is natural that you and I may not agree on who's the number one. That's, That's great. Agreeing is That's, boring. That makes it way more interesting <laughs> than writing the same rankings every week. So it's getting closer I, too with the point it, total. It is. It's getting a lot closer. So it's fun to watch them kind of close that gap a little bit. Um, yeah, and we'll see. I mean, Colorado State. Probably won't end up in this conversation, but yeah. man, the way they've been playing, and the the way that, yeah, I don't. I think we may have skipped over Colorado State a little, so I just want to say, that's okay. David Roddy and Isaiah Stevens, <laughs> man, David, Rod- those guys are just—they're doing exactly what I thought they would. But they're both—they—they they both could end up on the first team All Mountain West. <laughs> I mean, they're just so good, and Nico Medved and the rest of the staff is coaching that. They, they're another team that just, like Boise State, they seem like they're a really cohesive unit. And that's not to say anything against any of the other teams and to say that they're not cohesive units, you know, but I notice it more, I think, with, with this Boise State and this Colorado State team. They look like they're having a lot of fun. They don't look like they're working, you know, a job or they're playing for a taskmaster. They look like they're going out there and they're getting to do what they love and having fun doing it. And, man, that's... That makes watching it so much more fun. So, you know, maybe they're part of that is why I'm kind of rooting for the team, right? Because they play loose and they play fast and they play high scoring and they're very, uh, you know, they're just a fun, exciting team to watch. Um, we'll see, though, when they do, you know, they've got San Jose State, so there's not much we're going to learn about Colorado State this week. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, they've got that Boise State uh, series coming up. They also have Utah State before the Boise State series. So, yeah, they they need to get two more wins in, have some more fun while they can, because it's about to get a lot harder for Colorado State as they run into Utah State and Boise State back-to-back. Let me ask this really quick. Yeah. With – what would change your vote? Like I told you, got to make change your mind. How, would there be a scenario oh. where how you'd switch State to State and Boise State? Is it just a sweep? Would that change your mind, or would even a split um, do it? I think a sweep where both games don't feel like they were absolute grinder, pull them out. San Diego State had to pull out some magic to win them kind of things. You know, if they need two buzzer beaters to get the sweep, I might not make the change. If they come out, though, and they really say 
we are very clearly better than this Utah State team, and we're going to go show them on their home court that we're clearly better. If they go out and do that, I will change my vote back to okay. San Diego State being being first. If they split, I will probably keep it where it is. Makes sense. Um, if Yeah, like I said, if it's two really close wins or wins where it's like, oh, man, San Diego State really pulled that one out of there, you know, you know what? I think that's where you're going to – that's where it's going to be harder for me to really feel enthusiastic about pushing them back up. But, but yeah, I think if they pull off a sweep, uh, you know, convincing sweep, I will have no problem putting them back up at number one. I hear you. Okay, they're up to this week. But it'll be – like these games are getting – there's some – it's getting there. Like it's crunch time. Schedule set nicely. Give some decent games. Like in two weeks, whew, it'll be perfect. Yeah, we're getting rid of some of the fluff, man. So, yeah, it's about to turn up. Okay, I'm one thing, one thing I'm going to bring up. BPI, I kind of, I'm going to track this, so maybe you need to keep me accountable. Or I need to as well. San Diego State uh, okay. game, Boise at San Diego State at the at Viejas. Right now, just saying, don't. This is not me. Don't get mad at me for this numbers. I'm at, writing it down though. Aztecs are favored, sixty-seven to thirty-three in BPI. Aztecs favored, sixty-seven thirty-three. For what date? February the twenty-second, twenty-fifth. That series or the. Uh, the, the final oh, right. series. Yeah, I guess, I guess yeah. it's going to be the same for both games. 25th and 20th. Right. Actually, it's not. When I checked them, um, no, actually. Oh, game, well, actually, that game might be two, smart. Game two is 65-35. <laughs> well, you know, hey, so our old friend Eli, we bring him up every week. He he I did a, a study on uh, on some of these uh, two-game series and how, you know, it's there's pretty clear differences even in leagues on, uh, you know, the home team winning the first game and then losing or, you know, the, the winning percentages from game one to game two. So if you're interested, jump over to heat check, cbp.com. Yeah. Check that out Go subscribe. But, Give uh, them the six bucks a month. It's worth it. Or whatever it is. Was it six, yeah, five, seven? I'll say and you'll get all of my work over there too. Cause that's where I, you know, yeah. that's where I'm doing a lot of my stats and analytics stuff. So yeah. Anyway, little shameless self plug there. No, to close out the show. We do it all the time. I, wherever you're at, we'll go. Go follow yeah. Eli. Eli hates the BPI because we play that forever and he can never get it right. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, but hey, I will continue to play the game. It's fun. I don't do it, it as is, much. It is. It is. It's a fun one. All right, so that's it. Check us out at MWR.com. We'll have a couple of recaps for the Aztecs uh, Aggies game this weekend. That Just watch those games. Thursday, Saturday. It's on CBS Sports Network Thursday. Regular CBS Saturday. Check those out. We'll have our recaps next week, our rankings, and I'll try to get the order properly or not. Maybe I don't. Maybe that's a stick. I don't. I'll just kind of guess of go off my balance how wrong I am from the staff. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There, that's there probably not what people want to hear, but we'll we'll get to it. <laughs> but uh, we'll be back next time. Check us out and again mwr.com. Go over to Heat Check CBB for some other great stuff from you and others over there. And yeah, we'll be back next week to have some more um, shenanigans. <laughs>